on the show, please make sure you hit me up. If you are interested in advertising, make sure you hit me up. The email is ads at simplybree.com. And we will definitely go ahead and get you guys the information that you need, go over the process and let you know um, what it takes to have your stuff aired on this show. So shout out to Tatiana, Nakima's in the building, Danielle. Thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. And uh, let's just jump into it. So as I stated, the topic. Is respect earned or given? Mm. Is it? Is it something that comes naturally? Do you guys respect everybody? Probably not. Before I jump into it, I'm so sorry. The truth serum. What is the truth serum? Well, this is where we are bridging together the miscommunication between men and women. Why do women think whatever they think when it comes to a certain topic? And the same thing for men. So this is the reason why we have the true serum. We're trying to build that communication so that we can build healthier relationships, whether it's romantic relationships, business relationships, personal, it doesn't matter. Relationship is a relationship. You're going to communicate with someone at the end of the day, so why not do it the right way? Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring up our guest, Leon. And I'm going to probably mess up his last name, but we're going to see. I'm going to say Marin. So was I right? You actually are the first person ever that has gotten it right. Get out of here! Yeah, a lot of people say Marin, Marvin, Marzin. <laughs> you, you, you got it right. Mm, mm. Don't me. Listen, I put some respect on your name. Thank you. Doesn't get any better than that. So respect, respect is a big thing. Respect goes a long way. So just jumping into it. First of all. Why do you even think that we need to have this conversation? I think that everybody needs to learn what respect is and what it means and have respect for each other. I think that it's good to have these conversations and not just once. I mean, like over and over and over again, because at some point somebody may lose some respect. You have to have that conversation again. So, is it okay? So, yeah, you said over and over again. When you are continuously having the same discussion with the same person about the same thing, at what point do you say, okay, listen, this isn't working? Like, It depends on how long you've had the conversation. Okay. And what I mean is how long you haven't spoken to that person, then you had the conversation. Because if you haven't spoken to the person in five years, you have another conversation. Ten years down the line, you have another conversation. It's different. Now, if you're having a conversation over and over and over, I think that people have to learn how to be patient in some context because people expect things so quickly. Like, I told him respect today. He should have it by tomorrow. I think that's that's wrong. It doesn't I work think, that you way. Know, I, but I think it's wrong because people do it all the time. Yeah. You know, he wasn't respecting me. It's only been a week. And he wasn't respecting you the way that you wanted to be respected. But it's been a week's time. And he's been that way for a while. Or she's been that way for a while. You got to, you know, play into it like that. Yeah. It's almost like, um, you know, when you're dealing with someone, it's a learned behavior where they're just used to, you know, swearing in front of elders or Mm -hmm. swearing in front of children and you call them out on it. Sometimes it can be confrontational, but I think it also has to do with your delivery as well. I also think it depends on where you call them out. Okay. If you decided to call them out in front of all those people, it could be embarrassing. You have to look at it in the perspective of yourself. Like if that was me, I would be embarrassed because so many people now know exactly the issue that we have. 
So now it's like his opinion, her opinion, you know, and it keeps going. Uh, Lavelle said it best, actually. I'm reading the comments. He said, respect is given until someone loses it. That's that's correct. Yeah. You know, but then again, people are iffy. And the reason I said they're iffy because, you know, like you may try to gain respect from somebody, but that person at some point may not respect you. Right. So it's like you were fishing for this respect in the relationship and, you know, in the relationship between you and another person, but then they may not respect you, you right. know? Yeah. Okay. So we all know the saying, respect is earned, not given. What do you think about that, that saying itself? What do you think the actual meaning of it is? I think that's false. The reason I think it's false is because we respect everybody. And the reason I say that is because think about it in this context. You get on a bus to go to work or whatever. When you're on the bus, you're trusting that person to get you the way you got to go from point A to point B. Same with the train, same with the car service. You know, you people are dishing out respect. When you go to a job interview, it's not like you're disrespectful at the job interview. You're giving the respect needed, you know, to have a conversation so that way you can solicitate the job, you know. So I think I think that's completely wrong. I think people give respect, you know, and you gain more respect you know, through earning it. But I think initially we give it. Right. Yeah. A conversation can definitely be challenging if you feel like naturally you give respect and then you come across someone who says, well, listen, you got to earn it because then it makes you think like, okay, well, first of all, who are you where I have to earn your respect and why do I have to earn your respect? So I think that itself can be challenging when you come across those type of people with that type of mindset. But I want to flip that back. Okay. If I got to earn their respect, why are they listening to me? Why are they even conversing with me? Why are they replying to me? Right. Because you had to respect me enough to see me speaking and say, oh, I want to reply. I want to speak. Right. So that in itself is backwards. Yeah. Because you're replying. You're right. taking place in this conversation. Yeah, what you're entertaining you in the conversation right. if, if you have no respect. Right. Danielle says, it seems like the respect people give is contingent upon their personal values. I would say yes and no. I think I think yes, because certain people give you respect in order to get gain something from it. Right. That's true. But I would say no, because I think at a young age, we're all just taught how to be respectful. Right. And we don't go into situations just not being respectful. I mean, that's like one out of every like 50 people, you know, like, yeah. it's not like, like you and me, we wouldn't, you know, go to a show and be like super disrespectful at the show, waving our right. arms and like, yeah, you know, we would just be respectful. Like, Oh, he's nice. You know, he's performing. We're quiet. We're watching, you know? Right. Yeah. He yeah. says, I wish it was based on ethics more. Yeah. I mean, and then to the generations, when you compare the generations now, Generation X, Generation Z, compared to anyone growing up in the 80s or 90s, it's almost like the way that they were taught is like, were they taught? You know, or, you know, are they just, is it more so a freedom of will and speech? And if I have something to say and you don't like it, I'm going to say it anyways, and you just got to deal with it? Yeah, but I feel it's that way today, too. 
I feel like it, it goes both ways because there are certain people out there who show no respect. Same way it was in the eighties, the nineties, the thousands, you know. Right. So, so I just I just feel like it's 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 not distinguished by a group of people. It's just certain people, you know. Right. Maybe right. they weren't raised the right way. Maybe they didn't have really any friends. Maybe they didn't have anybody telling them how to be respectful. So right. so for you as a man, I'm sure you see the situations um, or you may hear them where, you know, between two men having a conversation and it can be a heated conversation. It can be a debate where one says something that the other doesn't agree with. You'll hear, well, at the end of the day, you need to respect me as a man. What does that mean? Respect me as a man. I don't think they mean respect at all. Honestly, yeah. I think what they mean is you need to listen to my opinion mm. and you need to gravitate it to the point where you feel I'm right. I feel right. like when a man says that, <laughs> I feel like when a man says that when he's upset, that has nothing to do with respect. Yeah, it just has to do with listening to my opinion and taking it in for what it is. Right. Yeah. But that's the good thing about people. I mean. You know, before like my stroke and everything, mm-hmm. I was very one track minded in the sense where it was like my way or no way. Mm-hmm. And after my stroke, and I realized like, man, life could end at any moment. Like, this is crazy. I got to change my mindset. I understood that it's okay for you to disagree with people, mm-hmm. it's okay for people to have different information on different things because that's mm-hmm. how you learn. You know, you just you you learn by understanding what other information this person has and what other information this person has and this person and this person. So I don't, I don't take it the way I used to take it. Like I realized that a lot of people are so caught up in their own thing that it's like, it's like they don't, it's like, I respect you, but I'm doing my thing. So, so I can't respect you as much as I want to respect you because I'm stuck in my bubble and I'm just doing my thing. And going through that situation, it taught me so much of, like, people are people. Like, I can learn so much from other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's true because once you jump into their bubble, now it's like, okay, we're on the same page now, so we think the same. And that's not always the case because when you have those type of situations, it's like, okay, so if I don't agree with you, then does that mean that we're going to have a debate? We're going to have a confrontation? Are you just not going to be interested in, in conversing or talking it out? So how do you actually build respect? I think you build respect by giving respect, mm-hmm. honestly. I think it's very difficult to not be respectful towards a person who is respectful to you. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's, 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 I'm not saying it can't happen, like somebody can be disrespectful, but I'm saying, you know, as long as you give respect, you have the opportunity to gain it right back. Okay. okay. And then there's respect in certain ways. Like if you just meet a person and y'all don't really know each other, you respect them enough, you know, like, hi, how you doing? You know, then as soon as you get into a friendship, it's even more respect, you know, right. a relationship, it's even more respect. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so- it has to do with what, what, uh, what you're trying to build with that person. Right. Yeah. Cause every relationship is different. Um, when it comes to business, when it comes to, you know, just being an employee at a corporation, personal, it really all just depends on, you know, the expectancy of respect. Like, what does respect look like to you? Because it may look like something completely different to a different environment or a different person. So how do you actually demand respect without verbally asking for it? 
I think it's just the way I am. I think that people see me and they kind of feel like they already know me mm. a lot of the time. Like, I think it's off my music. You know, my music is very personal. So people relate to that. Right. Like, oh, he went through this. I've been through something similar, you know. Right. So I think because I'm so relatable that people dish out respect towards me. Right. How are you? How are you comfortable um, expressing yourself through your music where people can actually relate to it? I don't I just don't think about it. Like, I, I don't sit there and think like, oh, well, let me not speak about my adoption or, you know, like my father passing away, my grandmother passing away and things like that, because I feel like it's just so natural to me that it's just like I got to let it out. Yeah. I don't literally sit there and think like, oh, let me not put this up. So. You know, that way the world won't know. Or right. I'm a I'm a clear based human being, meaning in the sense that I just I'm just very honest. I, I can't help but be very honest. Right. So sometimes people think that I'm just talking, but it's like I'm not talking to talk about it. I'm just being honest. It's right. it's no it's in no way to offend you. It's just who I am. Right. Is that easy for you to be like that? Have you always been like that? Yeah. I got like that right right when I was nine years old after my father passed away and my teacher my teacher was having like a poetry recital kind of like she had like everybody writing a poem and I didn't want to write because at the time I was very depressed and you know my, my father passed I was like why and she told me to write a poem and I said what should I write it about and she told me to write it about how you're feeling right now and after that after I understood the context of it all I said why not just speak on how I feel all the time because I can't, what I realized is I couldn't word it to the people that I actually wanted to say it to. Okay. Because either they didn't want to have that conversation or they were down too. So I was like, you know what? Let me just put it in my music. Let me put everything in my music. Right. Right. Yeah. What's going on, Royal? So how do, you, how do you deal with expressing yourself and not worrying about um, what you're saying being accepted because I'm sure as anybody else when you um, put anything into your music everybody may not be able to relate to it or you know people are going to have something to say and sometimes it's not always something positive how do you still you know manage to push forward with what it is that you do I think I think it's different for me and other people because I don't contemplate on it like somebody could say something negative or bad to me and I'll appreciate it because they didn't have to say anything at all. Right. You know, I got their attention by doing what I'm doing and they didn't have to say anything. There's tons of people that don't say anything. So I don't, I don't take it like, Oh, you're being negative right now. You know, I'm done with you. You know, like I just take it like a grain of salt. Like, okay, it's fine. He's not living my life. I'm not living his life. She's not living my life. I'm not living hers. So it is what it is, you know? Yeah. I look at it in a respect in some ways because they had respect for me enough to say something. Yeah. So yeah. it's like if they didn't really respect me, you know, a majority of the time they would have said nothing. Right. You know, I feel like even being disrespectful, you respect me enough to be disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> so it's weird. It's 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 a weird context in that sense because it's like you really respect me enough to be disrespectful. Like it's <laughs> I get it. Respect is still in there, even when you put yeah. this in front. Mm, okay. 
So respect does not always uh, equal up to kindness, courtesy, holding the door, offering your seat, things like that. What are some telltale signs to identify whether or not someone respects you or even your brand? Well, for those are two different things. Somebody respecting you or respecting a brand, completely different things. Your brand is like somebody buying into your music, you know, buying things, you know, uh, showing you support. Even on Instagram, I, I find it so weird and so ironic that people can't share a 15 second clip by somebody. And it's very easy to do. Like yeah. these past two days, I'm not sure if you saw on my Instagram feed, but I was sharing everybody's stuff, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of people's stuff. And I, I just feel like it, it kind of makes no sense how people don't do that. You know, yeah. there was one time, like one particular female, she she has like tons of followers and I asked her to share my thing and she was like, I'm a sheriff, but she never shared it. And in my mind, it's like, all right, that's her Instagram and I respect that. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, it's also like, I don't understand how people can't just share a 15 second clip. So being an artist, that's completely different. Being a human yeah. being, it depends on the relationships. And I think that most humans understand that when you get in a relationship, whether a friendship, an acquaintance, a business relationship, or, you know, like working towards a relationship or marriage or, you know, I think that people understand respect right then and there. Like, right. It's like, a t- it's, a, it's a given, like either you have it or you don't. And oh my God, I see the whole um, showing support thing when it comes to social media is sometimes like pulling teeth, but let it be something negative. Let it oh, be yeah. Yeah. something of a celebrity or yeah. um, a, a, a popular brand. Let it be Gucci or Birkin's bag. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're sharing it. You're sharing it yeah, without see, even being asked. That's an issue too, because most people say to me, you know, when you get big, you just forget about those people. But it's like, if I forget about those people, I'm the same as them. Right. Because they would forget about me, no problem. So I, I kind of find respect in that sense. Of like, I'm not going to forget those people and I'm not going to treat them any different way because they treated me differently. Right. You know, I think that you just have to be strong in the context of just being who you are at all times. Like not not giving up who you are because these people treated you wrong or, or did something wrong. Like right. you just have to be yourself. Right. That's like, and I feel like people. Like yeah, I feel like people do that. Like, for example, you know, like a few people in general, like have issues with me i don't really have issues with them so at the end of the day i'll share that music i'll share that stuff i'm not doing the tip for tap thing because i feel like life is so much bigger than a small issue we have so many things you know like when you think about it when you think about your entire life you're not going to go back and be like in second grade you know (laughs) this guy pushed me because he wanted to go to the restroom first you know like 20 years later. Yeah, you're not going to think about that when you're, when you're 70, you know? Yeah. God forbid, you know? Right, yeah. That's that's very interesting. And, and that's what makes you you. And that's what makes it relatable when you put things out like that because you're just being yourself. So if someone is going to appreciate you, they're appreciating you for who you are, not for what it is that you've done. Those those are the type of people who they kind of get further 
Um, because at the end of the day, you're still reaching your hand out when they had their hands like this when you went to them. So, you know, it just makes you the bigger person. Now, how yeah, but it I... takes a while. It took a while. It oh, definitely yeah. took a while. Yeah. A lot of like, growing. For me, for me, after the whole ideal of the stroke and everything, it's like I had to grow. I had to understand life. I had to understand things differently. Yeah. Now, some some of the people, you know, in general, with you or with me or with anybody, you know, some people don't grow. They, like, stay in the same place. So they, they feel the exact same way that you left them in from, like, 10 years ago. And you're like, wow, how did you not grow up? Right. And, yeah. A lot of people stuck in that time, I tell you, boy. I mean, even when you have children, children well, it, they're supposed to basically force you to grow because now you have somebody else to look after and someone else who's looking up to you. So if you're still stuck in that same mind frame of, you know, a teenager or a 21, then how can you actually uh, sow anything into this child? You know, it, it's, it's, it's a challenge all in itself. So how might a lack of integrity affect your business and personal relationships? That depends on, um, well, as far as business, it depends on if the person is straightforward and if they actually do what they say they're going to do. Like, for example, if may I use you and you and me? Yeah, sure. Okay, so so you and I, I created the design for my flyer. You like the flyer. You was like, I need a flyer. You know, and we did business yeah. right off rip. Oh, I gave you the flyer. But other business we did, and it was simple. It was very simple. It was you send this, I send this, boom, it's done. Yeah. Certain people just, I wouldn't say they lie, but they kind of fabricate it in a sense where they're like, I'm going to do it, and then they don't do it. Or people be like, you know, let's do a Friday. Then Friday comes, they don't hit you up. Yeah. So it's like. For me, it's like after two times, not after one time, because the mm -hmm. first time you could always understand, like they might have been going through something. But after right. two times, it's like, OK, now you you're playing with me. Yeah. So <laughs> I, and it's not it's not in the sense of like I just cut them off. But it's like now I, I know I understand, you know, what they're doing, at least now at this point in their life. So, yeah. And that's important because some people just don't get it. Some people will, you know, they feel like, okay, I want a service, and so I have to chase after this person, or I want the person to chase after me, and that's bad for business. Like, if you can't yeah. stick to your word, like, if you want something, then just make it happen. Like, there's no I need. I think it's more off the word, and I think it's more on time. I think people don't understand we have a limited amount of time on this earth. So it's like the little bit of time that I'm giving you to do something for you that you need. Not that you want, that you told me that you need it. Right. And now I'm doing it. And now I'm wasting time trying to contact you. Yeah. That's, that's, it's, it's, it's not so much upsetting, but it's like, it's like, wow, you don't respect my time, which basically means you don't respect my life because you know, time and life go hand in hand in the sense of I could pass away like right now, you know, yeah, yeah. and I was too busy focused on you to be focused on myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that goes to show you that they don't really respect your time. Yeah. Oh, we are going to get into respecting time in just a little bit, because that is one of the questions. Um, so 
How do you continue to stay motivated, even when it comes to business, when you come across those type of people who, um, I know you say you have a two-strike rule, but mm-hmm. when it's something that's continuously happened, do you take a step back and, and look at how maybe you're presenting the opportunities or, um, you know, the way that you analyze the situation? Like, how do you continue to still proceed forward with other people? I feel in my in my personal opinion is, is that somebody's going to mess with it. Somebody's going to enjoy it. So regardless of this person does it, the next person will. Right. And that's kind of how I look at it. Like, yeah, you know, Lavelle's saying everything right. Self-focus <laughs> is the same thing. That's, true. that's very true. You know, you have to be focused on yourself. But I, I feel like if somebody doesn't like it, you know, if, or if somebody is acting sort of shady towards me, the next person may not act that way. I think a lot of the time people get pent up and like, oh, this person did this to me, that they, they miss out on everybody else because they're so focused on that one person, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that about life, not just about business, you know. Right. Bad relationship happens. They go through a bad relationship. He's stuck or she's stuck in a bad relationship cycle. Three great guys try to contact her. Three great women try to contact him. And he's stuck feeling like, oh, this person did me so dirty. This person so wrong. So, yeah. Ooh, yes. Come through with it, Leon. Just sprinkling. He doing salt bay with the gems. Just sprinkling. <laughs> salt bay. Oh, yes. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we are going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. And when we return, we will pick up where we left off on is respect earned or given. You guys are tuned into the true sound with your host, Simply Bree, and our guest, Leon. We will be right back. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Simply Bree, and I want to make sure you are one of our subscribers for YouTube because he said, what? Radio Network is not slacking, okay? Every Monday, check us out on Simply Sports with one mic. RG and myself as we give you some of the best coverage when it comes to sports, news, and stats. Plus, we're throwing an intellectual conversation. Who can beat that? Tuesdays, he say what? Radio show with myself and one special guest where I'm giving you what men think from their own perspectives. And then Wednesdays, we have the truth song with myself and two special invited guests where we are bridging the gap in communication between men and women. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. We look forward to seeing you. And we are back. Welcome back to the truth serum. I am your host, Simply Bree, and we have our guest, Leon. And tonight we are talking about respect. Put some respect on our names, okay? Please and thank you. <laughs> so, um, speaking of respect, uh, we all know, you know, elders, respect the elders. Like, there's no way around it. But some people say, you know, well, they got to earn it too. So, why do you think age plays a role, whether you know the person or not, when it comes to respecting your elders? Wow. I just think it's the way that they communicate with us that shows a sign of respect. You know, if the elder is just yelling at us blatantly without even any concept or background of it. It's like, why? Why are they yelling at me? You know, right? Yeah. I just, I just think that you know, like, like you say, you give respect and you earn respect. So I think those are combined in the sense that you give respect and you earn it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I see, I, sometimes it can be challenging when it, 
this gonna sound bad. Sometimes it can be challenging when it comes to the elders because they, when you get older, it's just like, listen, I've been on this earth long enough to know this and know that. And sometimes they can be disrespectful. And mm. one thing about me is like when I've spoken up, you know, elderly people, I've never approached it where it was like, I know everything. I've always approached it in the sense where it's like, I'm trying to learn from you. So I guess that's the reason why elders haven't really like, you know, attacked me or anything. Cause yeah. I'm always, I'm always trying to learn more from them because it's like, yeah. you've been on the earth longer than me. You've seen wars, crime, racism, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to understand. So that way when I get older, you know, I can teach my younger one about things that I've been through. Exactly. Yeah. So we were speaking on professionalism and respect. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Why do you think um, some people lack a sense of urgency when it comes to professionalism? I think uh, I think people get trapped. I think, I think, you know, like even Instagram, on Instagram, people get trapped in the sense of what other people are doing. You know, it's right. like a big watching thing. It's like different television sets and we're just watching it like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, so I think people forget to be professional because the social media that we have, it seems so personal, but then you realize it's not. Right. Yeah. Oh. Trapped in that aspect. They want to be personal too. They want to be who they are as well. Right. That was something um, that was brought up. Uh Uh-oh, I think you're frozen. That was something that was brought up um, when I was on Clubhouse. I'm not sure if you can hear me. I'm going to bring you down and bring you back up. Um, I'm sure you can still hear me, though. But I think you're frozen. Okay, so we're going to help him... uh, get it together with the um, connection. Um, But as I was stating, that was something that was brought up on Clubhouse um, this morning. If you guys are not aware of Clubhouse, Clubhouse is a a new platform. Well, it's not that new. It's new to me. Uh, It's a new platform that was presented to help with networking. If you guys know anything about networking, building relationships, meeting other professionals, then you have you heard of Clubhouse? I'm so sorry, I <laughs> did not hear anything because my uh, but what was you saying? Because it wasn't that I was being rude, it was that uh, my like uh, the show shut off, like the whole screen went black. Oh, and I wow. was like, I just got out and came back in. Okay, awesome. Um, I was sitting there, that was something that was brought up on Clubhouse. Have you heard of uh, Clubhouse? What was brought up on Clubhouse? So, um, the whole celebrities still at the end of the day being regular people and they want to be treated like regular people. They don't want to be held to a high level of, of professionalism or um, just glorified persona. They, they want to be able to just sit here and have a conversation with you as Puff Daddy. And that's just what it is. It's just a conversation. I haven't seen Clubhouse, but given that context, you should not become a celebrity then. Because when you're a celebrity, it's basically like you're celebrated for being bigger than, not bigger, but your brand is bigger than everybody else. 
Right. Or you're going to be celebrated in the sense of like people running up on you, people coming up to you, people wanting an autograph, you know. Right. People like, oh my gosh, there there she goes. There yeah. he goes. Yeah. You know, so if 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 you want that, you shouldn't become a celebrity. Right. Good luck, because Royal you know they're celebrated so it's like being that being in that much celebration how could you want to just be a regular person it's it's impossible yeah you can't go back to it even britney spears when she fell off a couple of times she's still britney spears like that's just what it is um royal says there was a point in time where the elders were a bank of knowledge now it's a mixed bag when it comes to the elderly some of these people are, some of these people act just as unruly as the young. Yeah. Thank God for me, I've never been around particularly unruly people. And certain people that are my elders, I don't see them as my elders. I mean, I, I guess I, I guess I have been around unruly people, mm-hmm. but I haven't really noticed because I've never gone to them for advice or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I understand what he means. Like, I grew up in the hood, you know, yeah. like in the hood, you have certain people who are like still stuck in their 20s but they're like 50 yeah. and then people who are 50 who act 50 so yeah. it's like yes Ying yeah. and yang. Mm. so now what does it feel like to you to be disrespected and how do you deal with it there were two ways uh back before you know the whole thing happened to me i used to get upset i used to drop disc records you know and i used to (laughs) drop disc records left and right and and try to speak to these people and but now now it's like i just take it like a grain of salt now because i've realized i have so much more in life than to be disrespected like i don't disrespect people back i just take it for what it is and just keep it pushing yeah that's just like, um, I, I had a friend ask me, how do you deal with haters? And I'm like, hell, I didn't know I have haters. Like, my attention is so focused on my goals that I don't really have, I don't put forth that energy to figure out why someone doesn't like me. I think I'm a very likable person. I think I put out the energy like I'm a likable person. And I do things to give back to the community. So to put focus on why someone doesn't like you, that's just doing too much. Like, now you're now, off did track. You, did you used to focus, or was this always you? No, I never focused on it. Okay, never. so see, me, me, I, I used to focus, and then I changed. Okay. Because I went through the, this whole issue with myself, you know. Right. But when I used to focus, I used to be like, why don't people like me? Like, like why am I giving so much energy and if people not liking me, like, like I want them to like me. They need to like me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even I, a big part of that, I would say, is my fiance. Mm-hmm. Like, it's my fiance. It's her family, her mom, because they've told me, like, stop, stop harboring on things that you can't change, right. especially when it's not up to you. Yeah. Because, you know, even like three months ago, two months ago, I would harbor on certain family issues that I've had where I'm like, we could just have a conversation and just get it over with. But the, the other family members don't want to have conversations. Right. So it's like, I would stay stuck on it. And then I realized like, you know, they write, like I can't be stuck on things that there's no process to it all. So yeah. I just got to move on. Right. Exactly. Especially- you know, but going back to who I used to be, who I used to be, I'd stay stuck on it. And I'd diss people and <laughs> throw temper tantrums and, 
be like we got beef and yeah. you know war. But yeah, but now it's like yeah, like you know, kind of like the art of war in the sense of a I would just de- try to destroy people. Like, mm-hmm. but now I'm, I'm like much more mellow, much more calm. Mm. And you get further like that. Like, you're so at ease. You're so at peace with that. Like, you get more done. No, because I realized that you can't change people who don't want to listen. Right. You know, because even if you're willing to listen, you can't change the people if they don't want to listen to you. Right. So it's like, I just got to let them be because it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's quite a few people that, and when I say issues, I don't mean a big issue. I mean like very tiny issues, you know. There's quite a few people that have had tiny issues with me, and it's been years now. And it's like, okay, we're cool now, you know. Certain people are cool now. Certain people are like, no, nah, I'm stuck on that issue. And it's like, all right, I gotta let you be because I'm growing and you're right. there. Like, and I can't force you to grow. I just have to leave you where you are, you know. Right. And when you get to that point where we can have a conversation, and we'll have the conversation. Right. And then in between that time, all of that time has gone by, like all of that growth has gone by. And it's like, look what you missed out on. So, you know, so Danielle wants to know, how do you think the current culture of hip hop will redefine the meaning, the word respect? I think that's a question that's going backwards. The reason why is because hip hop to me had more respect coming up than now. I think I think I don't think the culture will redefine respect at all right now. You know, I, I okay. No, all right. The culture of hip hop, yes. What hip hop is about right now, no. The culture meaning like you, me, Danielle, you know, yes. But <laughs> the big artists with the big machines behind them, no. It's 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 a no. Yeah, and I don't think that, yeah, I agree with you. I don't see it really changing. If anything, it's probably going to get worse because it's going to almost be looked at as normal, and so we're going to see even more of it as time goes by. It depends on who we let in. Like, if you let J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, you know, somebody like me, you know, like like people like that, like even Noah Vincent, you was playing him. I heard him, Noah Vincent. If you let in Noah Vincent, you know, people like that, the culture would be fine, yeah. you know? So it really depends. I can't I can't speak on the future because I, I don't know it, you know? Right. I don't know. You know, the industry might take a turnaround. You know, for example, Prince wanted artists to have their masters. That was really big on Prince. You know, when Nas asked him for a feature, Prince asked him, do you have your masters? Mm-hmm. And Nas learned something from that, you know? I think if artists, you know, were willing to learn and willing to do different things, try different things, I think the industry will be much better. But right now, I can't say if it'll get there. Yeah. And that's the big part, willing to learn. Because we can all learn something from one another at some point in time. You know, whether it's, you know, art, whether it's music, whether it's lifestyle, whatever it is, we can all take something from a conversation um, or interaction and push forward with it. But if you're not willing to learn, if you just want to stay in your little bubble, then the world is going to pass you by. And, you know, it, sometimes it may, it may be too late, you know. Yes, yes. So now 
How do you deal with a situation that might not be favorable to you? Uh oh. I think he froze again. It may have. Uh... <laughs> I'm back. Like, I always have you up here two times. No, it's fine. Every time it does that, I just come back. <laughs> so, how do you deal with a situation that might not be favorable to you? I don't deal with it. Like, for example, uh, there was at one point in time where I dissed a few artists because they dissed me. And that artist particularly, he wanted me to go up to his showcase, his own showcase with his own cameraman and his own judges. And at that moment, I was like, I'm not dealing with it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. Tons of people start messing with my music because of that. Right. You know, like, but in the back of my mind, it was like, I'm gonna just let God do what God does. Like, I can't, I just can't do that. Like, and particularly now with issues, I, I don't, I don't favor them. I don't, I don't get into them. You know, if right. somebody has an issue with me, they can speak on it. We can have a conversation then we let it go. Right. But if people don't want to speak on it or if they just want to, you know, I quote unquote, I would say holla instead of talk about it. Right. Then I just let it go, you know, continue having your issue with me and. Right. <laughs> I'm going to live my life. Like, yeah. That's that's all you can do. Like, that's something that you can have control over. You can't have control over other people because they will definitely surprise you. Real yeah. says there's two versions of our hip-hop culture. The art and the business. Many people try to use the business culture to dictate the art form. And he's right. They, they're actually doing it right now. You know, he's absolutely right about that. Yeah. Like, when I think of Art as far as you know, like my genre, like hip hop. I think of like Nas, Jay Z, mm-hmm. you know, Kanye. Sometimes, sometimes he falls out. Sometimes yeah. he comes back. You know, <laughs> rolling back like, in. Right now, like when you think of the biggest artists in the game, like they're definitely using, they're definitely using their business to dictate their art. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like the. <laughs> I don't want to say particular names, but you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had someone offend you based off of your personal beliefs or race? And if so, how did you handle it? I I do the same thing I do with, with other people. I just, like, I'm so much different now than I was before. Before I would spaz out, right. you know, talk to them and be like, no, you're wrong. Da, 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 da. Right, right. Now it's just like, I, I hear them, I listen, and I'm really listening. Because I may be wrong in some context, they may be wrong in something. Mm-hmm. But I'm really listening and I'm trying to understand and I take it for what it is, like a grain of salt, and then I just keep it pushing. Okay, okay. Hmm. Family and relationships. What role does respect play in your relationships with friends and family? Family can't get involved in my relationships, mm-hmm. honestly. And the reason I say that because they're two different relationships. I didn't understand that when I first got in this relationship that yeah. I'm currently in. Yeah. But now I understand it because you can say, like, you know, you and your, I'm not sure, are you, are you with somebody? No, so I'm just disrespecting yeah. everybody. <laughs> but when you were with that person, I'm sure you wouldn't just run to your family and tell them everything. Right, right. Because when you run the family, you then start to realize, like, man, I, I made a boo-boo in the sense of family takes it even further than what you wanted it to go, like where you right. wanted it to be. So 
that's that's my take on it now. Like I just it's things between myself and her. Danielle says, I agree. It's private. Because, boy, when you open up those can of worms. Oh, yeah. It doesn't shut down. Yeah. And then you guys get back on the same page. The family mm-hmm. don't forget. They look at you. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, so you brought him to I the kick like I feel like family is judgmental in that sense. Yeah. Definitely. So are friends. So are friends. Friends yeah. could be that way as well. And they say, you know, it's only because they want the best for you. Um, but sometimes I feel like you know, your friends may not, they want you to be happy, but, you know, they may also want you to themselves, too. Yeah, I don't feel that way. I don't feel like the reason I say no It's breaking up. I think it's going to kick. I knew it. I knew it. I got it figured out, Leon. So Leon's going to be right back with us. You guys are tuned into the True Serum. Please make sure that you are subscribing, commenting. I'm loving the comments, the feedback. You guys are amazing. Hey. No, what I was what I was saying was uh I feel like family and friends don't necessarily know what's best for you. Yeah. You know? I feel like they'll say they do, but they don't because your life is completely different than their lives. Right. So now this is a touchy, a touchy thing, and I definitely try to stay right. Uh, huh? Oh yeah, you see, <laughs> he's like wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to differences, especially right now in politics or religious beliefs, how can you express your stance without offending someone else? Impossible. There's no way to do it because even if you're nice. You know, they take that for weakness in a sense. So yeah. it's it's impossible. Like somebody voting for Trump and me voting for Biden, you know, we just got to see how it is. I can listen to him or her and she can listen to me. But at the end of the day, they're still going to vote for who they want to vote for, you know. Right, right. And at the end of the day, with politics and religion, not everything is the way we want it to be. Right. You know, even with religion, like you, you hit, like, for example, you hear so many priests that preach goodness and these things, but they're doing so much dirty things to children and women and people in general. So then you hear about politics and you hear, I'm going to change this and I'm going to change this. Then he gets in office and you realize he didn't change anything. So, you know, same thing with the grain of salt and that. I just take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, it's just like, you know, I respect someone's opinion at the end of the day because this is how they feel. Who am I to tell them that they're right or that they're wrong? I don't know their walk of life. I don't know what they've been through. You know, they may have a certain stance of religion because of something that they've seen growing up or a traumatic experience. I don't know that. And I'm not going to sit here and, and play 21 questions and ask them. So it's like, okay, well, if you're atheist, then that's you. That's what you believe. I'm not here to change your mind, sway you whatever way, because at the end of the day, I don't want you doing the same thing to me. I want you to respect me equally as I'm respecting you as a human being making their own decision. So um, I, I completely feel you. And, you know, wherever they're going with it, only they know what's best for them. I don't. Now, see, that, that particular mindset, I agree with. But a majority of humankind, no, like 
there's so many artists and so many people in general who just be like, nah, don't do it that way. Do it this way. Don't do it that way. Do it this way. Do it this way. No, be like this. Be like this. And it's just like, why can't you just let the person be who they are? Like, right. why are you demanding that they have to be this way or that way? Right. Yeah. You know, and but then, then again, I, I see it. I see it from my point of view as I could have passed away. I, I had to. I had to understand different things because I know that I could have. I could have passed away. So maybe if not saying people went through what I went through, but something in that sense, it's trauma or something like that. Maybe they would understand, but I feel like so many people get stuck in their ways, you know, yeah. and then they, they don't try to improve or build on them. They just stay there. Right. Yeah, definitely. Last question. And I know Moses was like, last question at like seven, eight forty-five. Um, <laughs> how, well, sorry. What role might the way you dress play when it comes to being taken seriously? It plays a huge role, especially being from my point of view. Because if you notice, the way I dress is like completely different than a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. I wear suits, blazers, you know, hats. I wear even when I was younger. Like when I was when I was young in like high school, like freshman year, I was wearing skinny jeans. People looked at me like, "What are you doing?" Like right. that's you know. That's homophobic, you yeah. know, like, and um, it, it, it played a big role. Like, they, I noticed that the younger people weren't with me the way the older people were with me. The older people saw it as, like, he's just being himself, he's yeah. just being you. I love it. But the younger people at the time were like, oh, no, you know, it's it's wrong. Why is he doing this? Why is right. he wearing that? I would wear bow ties. Yeah. You know, I had a flat top, you know, like, so... I, I see it in that way. Like it can play a very big role, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the crazy thing about it is I, I tell my girl on tongue. Now those kids are dressing like how I dress. Hello. So it's crazy. How 180s. It just comes right back around. And it's yeah. insane. Yeah, but most... yeah, it can play a really big role. Like it could play a role on who your friends are, who wants to mess with you, mm-hmm. you know, who wants to be around you. Like, Cause I kid you not, people people really thought I was weird, and it's like I'm not weird. I just understand, like I'm just being myself. I want to dress how I want to dress, you know, like just let me be myself, right? You know, and um, unfortunately, the world is not like that no. a lot of the time. Because anytime you you know you dress in a particularly different way, a lot of people won't accept it. Like they'll look right. at you like maybe there's something wrong with you, you know. Right. Especially with the music industry, you have it where once you get to a certain level and you have um, these labels, they want you to dress how they want you to dress. And Yeah, it's normal. It's, it's a normal thing. I've realized that they want you to dress flashy with money and, you know, flaunt this stuff. But what most of the people on the label aren't even realizing is that they're spending so much money on these things. And then a majority of the time, people don't really make it. Like people think that you make it when you get on a label, but it's mm-hmm. like, no, you didn't make it. Like you made it to the next level. Right. But now you, now you gotta, you gotta really show gotta out go. on this level. You gotta really show out on this level to, in order for you to make it, you know, like right. people look at it like, Oh, I made it. I'm Jay-Z. I'm Nas. I'm Kanye. I'm, and it's like, no, you have to do what they did even better to be up there. Like, so I understand that it's it's a cash grab, you know, for them to do that to yeah. to people. And a majority of the time, labels are aiming at like seventeen year olds, sixteen year olds, eighteen year olds, yeah. because their mind isn't all the way there just yet. So they can 
kind of dictate where they go. Right. Yeah. They're and they're just gonna be happy to have anything going on yeah. at this point. And that's know? the thing. You don't know. You don't really understand it. Like you don't understand that you're only getting maybe five percent of the money that the label is getting. So it's like you're spending all this money, not even realizing, like, yo, I should stack up on this bread because then I could get out of my deal have, and then try to get my masters all back and then work out on my own, you know, with this music. But, right. you know, when you're young, you're just like, oh, I want to make the money. You know, I want to make 300000 because I've never even seen 300000 I want to make $20 million, $2 million, you know, whatever, how much millions they have because I've never seen this amount of money. So it's like right. a craving in the sense of, like, I never had this, so I need to have it right now. Like, I just need to, you know. But like, you know, like J. Cole said, J. Cole said if he would have got signed with label when he was young, he would have done the same things that these young boys do. But because yeah. he he got older and he developed his mind, he understood, like, yo, I can't do this the way that these guys did it, you know. Right. Even with Kanye, when Kanye got signed, he said he used the money the label gave him to put out videos. Mm. Instead of spending it on himself, he right. put it back into the music so that way he could get more money from it. Right. You know, and that's because he was older. Jay Z, yeah. the same thing. They're older. Jay Z got touched up on a label when he's 27. You know, mm-hmm. same with Kanye. You know, J. Cole around 20, 24, 25. So it's like he wasn't 17, you know? Right. It's a big difference. So yeah, you, you understand money at that point. Like, yeah, you should. Because now you got to do everything on your own. You can't ask yeah. mom or dad for it. So, nope. You got to make a living. You got to pave the way for yourself. So, in wrapping up the show, Those are remarks. Uh, <laughs> so, I want you to let everybody know where can they find you? How can they support what you have going on? And what do you have coming up? All right. You can go to leonmarin 347.com. Uh, leonmarin 347.com. That's L E O N M A R I N 347.com. You can check out everything there my YouTube, my Instagram. Facebook, etc. Also, uh, I just got more music coming up soon, and um, I'm just living my life, <laughs> honestly. Listen, and staying out of the way of COVID. Yeah, staying out of the way of COVID. Yes. <laughs> and out of the way of drama. Yes, exactly. Well, it was a pleasure having you on tonight with the True Serum. I really appreciate everything that you said. And hopefully, you know, the listeners, the viewers, you guys were able to take something from tonight's discussion on respect. So the next time you meet someone who says, oh, you got to earn my respect, trying to figure out why. What is it so special about you that I have to earn it? And as Leon said, even if he'll be back, even if someone uh, shows you disrespect, at the end of the day, they're still giving you respect by presenting that form of disrespect. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys so much for tuning in this evening. This is the Truth Serum. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch us on He Said What Radio (laughs) Network. Every Tuesday is the He Said What show. And every Monday (laughs) Every Monday is Simply Sports with myself, my host, RG, and our host, One Mike. So make sure you guys tune into that because we be cracking up. I don't know anything about sports, but I'm definitely learning. And the thing that I have learned every show is that Detroit Lions suck. So 
if you guys are into football, basketball, basketball season started, please make sure you tune in. Who's your favorite team, Leon? Don't say the Lions. Basketball. Well, I haven't watched football in a long time. My favorite team used to be the Giants until they did Odell Beckham like that. Then they was done. Okay. And and then basketball. Oh, basketball, man. That's tough. Uh, I know I'm going to sound like I'm on the bandwagon, Uh but where LeBron goes, I go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Lakers fan right now. But honestly, all all honesty, if I I could pick up, right now I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan as well, so it's kind of weird. It's like I'm East Coast and West Coast. Wow. Uh, I'm definitely going for the Nets right now. The Nets. If it was the Lakers or the Nets, I'd be going for the Nets. I want to see them at least win one championship, you know, because we've never won one. So oh, so if you never won one, you think they're going to break that? I don't know. That I don't know. I know they got Kyrie, they got Kevin Durant, and they're looking really good right now, you know. Um, but uh, it's, it's just the start of the season, you know, so we got to see. Mm. Okay. Well, all I'm what? saying is I knew them at a time when they were New Jersey Nets, and now they're Brooklyn Nets, and they, they're literally right next to where I grew up. Ooh. So I have to, you know. You have to show that support. It's just, it's, it's just, it has to happen. So. Yeah, like I, I used to love the Knicks, but the Knicks. Let's not even discuss the Knicks. It is, <laughs> well, no, it's they're great players, but it's just, I don't understand how they don't know how to. It's like they're great players individually, but together they just crumble. Like they. So what yeah. I've learned with sports is a lot of the times it's all about the the leadership, um, the coach. That's why I guess a lot of coaches have been getting fired with the NFL. It's beyond the coach. It's it's oh. up to Dolan. Dolan's the basically the owner, so it's oh. way beyond the coach. Wow! It's not the coaches, and it's it, it's the coach's fault, but it's not entirely their fault. Right? Yeah. You yeah. know, and Dolan doesn't want to sell the team, so it's like we're stuck. Like, yeah, kind of like a bad like, relationship. Yeah, like you just have to deal with it. So I'm on the Nets right now. You know, they got Steve Nash as the head coach, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, you know, so I want to see how they do. Okay. And they, Kevin Durant's been playing pretty well. So let's, fingers crossed, hope he continues. Yeah, fingers crossed. Well, we're going to definitely, I wrote down the Nets for you. So um, when we start getting some more stats, I'm going to make sure I give you a shout out once the Nets are actually up there. So. I, think, I think it's possible. They, they, they're dictating right now that uh, it'll be the Nets versus the Lakers in the finals. That's what everybody, all the you know hosts are dictating, but we'll see. You know, mm. Only the time will tell. If it is the Nets versus the Lakers, you know, I'm going to have to put my Nets stuff on, but but in my mind, it's going to be like, <laughs> I, love, I love the Lakers too. So it's like, it's just, like, oh man. Just get a jersey made where half Nets and half Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be a dope jersey. See? That would be dope. Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to go ahead and call it a night. I thank you guys for tuning in and rocking with us on the True Serum Mixed with Simply Sports. And um, we will see you again next week. So you guys have a beautiful holiday. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas to you. Because yes. I didn't realize tomorrow is um, Christmas, Eve, Christmas Eve. And the next day is Christmas Day. Nice. Oh, Christmas on a Friday. Yeah. Mm. Uh-oh, he's frozen. So we're going to go ahead. <laughs>
We're going to go ahead. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, cool. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. But thank you guys so much for tuning in and rocking with us. Please make sure you follow Leon. Um, once again, you can find him at Leon Marin. I said it right again, right? No, Marin. Marin. You said it right Marin. the first time. Leon Marin. <laughs> Leon Marin347.com, uh, as well as Leon Marin347 on Instagram. Danielle, thank you so much for rocking with us. She said it's 2020. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. almost 2021. So, yeah. all right, guys. You guys have a beautiful evening. Thank you for checking in. And thank you for having me. You're so have welcome. Nice you too. Bye, y'all.